and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Here's what we can do for the fucking cold open. Let's go around the circle, and we're going to name, if we had to make a wacky invention like this movie, what it is and what it would do. That's a great idea. Okay. Kelly, you go first. What? <laughs> no. You're throwing me under the bus here. Well, I'll go first okay. and say that All right, I, I got an idea. Of, thank God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So just like you guys threw me under the bus, I got a great idea. It's called the, the jack belt. And you it's a jack mm. for a car, but it goes around your waist. And if you ever get thrown under the bus like you guys just did that to me, <laughs> yeah, you can lift it will the bus. lift the bus up and you can crawl out. Nice. There you go. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. Follow that up. Okay. Uh, Scotty? I'm going to make a device that it's a little button that you wear on your lapel. And if any of your uh, podcast co-hosts bring up something awkward that you don't want to be uh, in the cold open and start asking you specifics about it, you can uh, press it and it'll just emit a loud, like a a dog whistle sound that will make everybody vomit in the room. Uh, I want to make a point. I did not bring it up, though I did ask you questions. (laughs) Yeah, you truly did. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to quote an invention that I did on a Jackbox game recently which was the culver's crane (laughs) i remember this what a regional specific it only sold in the midwest no it's not it's sold like everywhere at this point the culver's goes all the way like almost to california from florida to i think to utah Utah. well yeah but i think there's only like two or three in Utah. yeah but still it's still there still still the crane applies our utah listeners are losing their minds right now yeah well, tell us about this wonderful crane. So basically, if you're hungry and you want Culver's to come close to your house, you've just got a big crane that stretches to the nearest Culver's and just pulls it over to you. <laughs> so like, so right instead here of a car be... that could just go to the yes. Culver's and then bring it back, it's a crane that stretches. Yes. Well, the beauty All of it is that over. it's technically public transportation. Because like in that radius. Technically, it's it not could... transportation at all. It's not moving. Well, you, it the moves building you. Is. Yeah, it moves the building. Oh, so train. It brings you the. the oh, I thought you meant Wait, it picks it brings, up the little it, bag. I thought, no, I thought the, I thought it picks you up. No. And brings you to the Culver's. Whole building. <laughs> so it, it's a basically a levitating, rotating Culver's. Correct. Well, that's okay, too. That's like public transportation yeah. also. Welcome to Swift Goofs and Novelty Songs. A podcast about dumb shit this week we're reviewing blank man a 1994 superhero parody film starring damon waynes and david allen greer made closely to while they were both stars of the sketch comedy series in living color directed by mike binder who has directed a lot of things and was written by waynes and jf lawton who also wrote pretty woman Ooh, i didn't know waynes wrote pretty Pretty Woman. no no jf Jf lawton did oh oh my god marty when are we watching pretty woman (laughs) it's a spoof of uh, prostitution, right? Sure, <sighs> it's a spoof. I knew you. I saw you think trying to think of something else to say, and then you still said straws. It. It's a spoof of dating, not a prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Pretty Woman's not a spoof. Blank Man was a box but office I bomb. Watch it. Okay, go. Kelly, wait, Kelly, you can just watch Pretty Woman. No one's stopping you. I, from watching well, it. I told you, I only watch movies that we do for the podcast. Oh, wow, my he taste has gone downhill. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm sorry. If I Kelly. watched a movie not for the podcast, it would taint my <laughs> vision of these movies. Yeah, exactly. I'm I trying s- to get in the zone for the rest of my life. I legit can't remember the last movie I watched that wasn't for the podcast. To be honest with you, at the moment. <sighs> this is sad. I saw Downhill. 
the Will Ferrell, <laughs> Julia Louis-Dreyfus movie? That's basically for the podcast. <laughs> it wasn't very good. I mean, it was a remake, so I guess it's a spoof of a good movie. <laughs> Blank That's going to be the best part of this whole episode. <laughs> the most, like worthy part anyway go on <laughs> blank man was a box office bomb and released and received mostly negative views at the time it is a film about a wannabe superhero nerd guy whose grandmother gets killed by the steve mob urkel. what did you say to me his name's steve urkel yeah i what year did this come out and they what year literally did family called him urkel matters? i think at one point oh, it was around so the, you know family Ma- family matters yeah, about he already is kind point. of just doing it's just sort of urkel. a, a sub, yeah, family matters sub like on the air at this point, version of i'm gonna save my opinion on that Okay, whatever, bro. Keep going. Keep Uh, reading your Wikipedia, nerd. It's not Wikipedia. Talk to the mic, please. (laughs) Wow, God (laughs) damn. Are there two Scots here? What's happening? I'm nice. I'm very nice in retrospect. I like this. They switch personalities. Yeah. it's about a nerdy guy who kind of cons his brother, or like not cons, but like guilts his brother into helping him fight crime, essentially. And it's a uh, the nerdy guy is a guy who makes a lot of wacky inventions. Yeah, yeah. That's the gist of this movie. And also yep. is a it, and his brother um, reacts to it like, oh no, I don't want to be doing this stuff. I'm just trying to be live a normal life, and you're ruining it because yeah. he's got all these robots. Yeah. You're the crazy character, and I'm the normal one by contrast. Yes. I'm See, like, just trying to be the straight man. I feel like that's that's where and they kiss this girl. <laughs> that's where they ended up. But I did think they were at first. Uh, it did seem like the movie was trying to set up David Allen Greer as the main character more, and it was going to be about him eventually, like growing into being the superhero character. Right. That's how it starts. Uh, and it that seems kind like of. That. I think they tried that. Here's what I think happened. All right, do you guys like sports? Because here's an anecdote. Ooh, what you. kind of sports are we talking about? We're talking baseball this time. Mm. Talking baseball. Crack of the bat. Da- Damon mm-hmm. Wayans walks up to the plate. Here comes right? the pitch. But he's yeah. really, he's very unsure. Pop fly. Yep, pop fly, and he's out. And you know what? He took that, and he's like, you know what? I'm good. That's fine. This is fine. Yeah. Or he swung, and he missed, and then he just walked away from the I- plate. I thought David Allen Greer was the best part of this movie, to be honest with you. No, I'm talking about just the Damon script Wayne. in general. Yes. It's just, like, kind of <clears throat> mediocre. But, like, it's a first... Man. Isn't it, like, a first effort, essentially? Like, it's yeah. pretty yeah. early. It, it was... They're salad days. Yeah. Yeah, this was, like, before Damon had particularly broken as, like, a bankable movie star. And, by the way, it's the biggest uh, fault of the movie that he is in this movie, in my opinion. I think, mm. I think... I actually disagree with you. I think the script is fine. I actually think this movie could have been, like watchable or like decent enough if any other act- and i'm not saying this damon waynes is like perfectly fine actor funny guy and other things mm-hmm. this performance is was grating it was so hard to watch this movie because every scene is just well philip somebody- seymour hoffman <laughs> yeah you're right they should have got that him. Was, that's what would have made it happen yeah that's um I, there's something wrong about that but i don't know what but i just he mean- would be too young he'd be a child at the time. <laughs> No, he was in Twister around this time, drinking uh, Mountain Dew out of a straw out of the ceiling. Which ah, to I didn't know he was into. I'm going to watch is. Twister just yes, to he's see. In Twister. Stop My referencing guy. the brands that are <laughs> injected into these popular movies. We're not getting a dime from that. That's true. Childhood me though thought that that was the coolest thing to have was a like soda straw that you could just sip out of while you were driving a truck around. Childhood me that's, was uh, terrified. That's very of telling. Because tornadoes are scary. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, Blank Man. The performance, though, it's just, it is like you guys said, it's just Urkel, right? He's just doing like the most over the top stereotypical nerd guy, and that's it the you entire time. It's, yeah. it's Urkel, but because it's not on TV, he gets to reference how little sexual, uh, experience he has. <laughs> oh, okay, so, let's, oh should we, let's, I think we just gotta clear the air on this one yeah is he coming his pants yes i think that's I what think is that's that what it show. is or it's he's just so overwhelmed like his nervous system is overwhelmed I, or does he he doesn't know his pants i think it's say he doesn't know what a boner is so there's whenever uh blank man gets he he eventually meets a news reporter whenever blank, <laughs> we, we have barely gotten into the plot the character movie. blank man comes his pants i'm gonna quickly describe the plot give me you can count down in your head. I got five seconds to describe the okay, plot. Of this Holy movie. shit! Okay. Okay. There's a mayor who's like a good guy who runs for office. The mob uh, kind of pressures him and then kills. The end. <laughs> no, <laughs> kills this uh, like one of his aides who happens to be the grandmother to these two brothers. One of whom works as a cameraman at a local TV news station. The other is like a stay-at-home inventor type guy. Uh, after their grandmother is killed, the nerdy guy starts fighting crime. Uh, the other guy still works at the news stations. So that's kind of where we're living is where this mayor plot, this mob plot, the news thing. Through the news thing, Blank Man eventually meets, which is the nerdy guy, uh, one of the reporters from the station who, like, falls for him immediately. You see, Blank Man's motivation after the death of his grandmother, he's searching for control. Yes. And this yes. character is so off-kilter and twisted that... Uh, <laughs> twisted? The only way he thinks he can find control is by fighting crimes and being a superhero. For in his childhood, he watched, there was a flashback sequence in the beginning of the movie with some of the worst child actors yes. I've ever seen. <clears throat> but yeah, he wants to be Batman. Yeah, basically. And then there's a love story, right, with uh, the f- uh, female reporter who, oh, it's sort of a love triangle. <laughs> you might say that, yes. Uh, between uh, David Allen Greer, Blankman, and uh, the female reporter who works uh, at the same place. She's Greer clearly does. meant to be like Vicky Vale from the Tim Burton Batman Vicky Vale? Vicky, Vicky Vale? <laughs> yes. I knew you'd like that. But that's clearly what they're going for, because Vicky Vale just kind of falls for Batman out of nowhere in that movie, and they're just doing the same gag here. But every time Blank Man is, like, complimented by her, he basically has, like, an aneurysm and can't control himself because he's never felt a boner before. And that's yeah. one of the and four jokes. 30 minutes of this movie. Yes. By the way, there's, like, four jokes in this movie. There's that joke. Mm-hmm. There's... His motorcycle on the train tracks. Great. Another 30 minutes of this movie. I don't know if that's a joke, but I I like that. I I like that, too. (laughs) I put out a hot take here. I like that. It was pretty cool. I was like, I want to drive that. Yeah. Well, I thought it was great. Why did it have a steering wheel? (laughs) Because it's on train tracks. Yeah, The bad part about that was him shutting off the engine because he couldn't hear what the person on the back was saying. The first time? No, I disagree. The first time, funny. No, that's the what next I'm saying. Eight is times. That, yeah, when they kept Whoa. doing it. Come up mm-hmm. with another joke, guys. guys. We're like rule of fives, am I right? <laughs> yeah, they really did not have the rule of threes for that bit. They just didn't have very many jokes at all. And this is supposed to be some kind of parody, but like. It's supposed to be like some kind of comedy or something. <laughs> but there's like very few jokes. Beyond just like, isn't it funny watching a nerdy guy make nerdy sounds? Right, like that's the main joke in this movie. It's just yeah. away and going like you could do a, yeah, yeah literally it. a super cut of <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Maybe feel like the there's like one. some kid in David Wayans. What's his name? Damon Wayans. 
we're good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't moving, and I was like, it's it's way it's like over there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Marty, edit point here. Uh, Damon Wayans. Yes. There's a kid like in his high school or something. Yes. Like this, and he's just he's like doing he's bullying him so hard that he made a whole movie about it. Yeah. Or it's just about like I don't know. It's I will. I, I, their later works do this more, but just uh, there's yeah. a whole uh, punching down quality. I feel like he's too. not involved with any of the other uh, the Wayans brothers movies. Oh, so yeah, this he, is like completely separate universe almost not for the, the Wayans wow. family. He, he went on to make Blank Man two, Blank Man three, <laughs> yeah. Revenge of Blank Man, the My Blankening. Yeah, he really went all in on the Blank Man franchise. My wife and kids, famously. Yeah. Famous sitcom. Yeah, I used to watch. Which that. Uh, you might recognize the wife from that. She's in a future movie that we are reviewing as well that you might have watched recently. <laughs> I only remember the kids. <laughs> hmm. One of the uh, Greek chorus in Little Shop of the Horrors was. What are you talking about? I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, Greer. <laughs> oh, Jason Alexander's in this movie. Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want to talk about What's... that because hmm. this is like speaking of punching down. I think I thought like the the for, okay. I, I gotta step back for a second. Yeah, explain this, won't no, you? No, no, no. Completely separately. At this point, there'd only been like four superhero movies made. There was like not enough stuff to parody. Superman. Four modern superhero movies. Superman, Batman. Was the second Batman, Batman out? Batman Two was out. Yeah, Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think like Dark Man maybe was out at that point. Not a lot of stuff. Well. Here's the thing. Yes. Did how much did this movie make fun of superheroes? That's my point. You Not very much. You can't do really a parody of yeah. it though. Is the thing. There's nothing here to. You know what? I think the people were the punchline. <laughs> the audience. The, we the audience were the yeah. punchline. We were the fifth joke in the movie. <laughs> the they broke joke. the fifth wall. The, <laughs> they broke the fifth joke. But they only broke the fifth joke. <laughs> That's wow. what I. So my point is like when Jason Alexander shows up and he's a bald guy in a wheelchair. I immediately I think well. What, Let's back up. He's a bald okay. guy in everything. Also, no, no, no. I want to back He's up. He's in a wheelchair in this movie. Yeah, that's movie. true. He, he wears a wig Wait, in Seinfeld. I, I have to say, he shows up, and I'm like, is that a young Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> <laughs> wow. he did look like that on my tiny iPad uh, <laughs> torrent stream of the... <laughs> Helly. Helly. FBI, edit point here. <laughs> you can stop they listening got now. They got um, you. They're on his computer. I thought he would be like Professor Xavier from the X-Men, right? Because that's what he looked like, kind of. Like, no. what they're... But nope, he's just like a random, and he also disappears from this movie and then comes back as one of the main antagonists for some reason at the end of this movie. Yeah, because he's a scum. This movie he's a is scumbag, weirdly like anti media. Yeah, in a it's, vague yeah. sort of way. Yeah. yeah, it thinks everybody's really dirty and really like corrupt. Which, yeah. in my opinion, is little true. hypocritical. Yeah. This it's like, is, hey, all media bad except for this media that you're watching right now. This movie yeah, rules. So true. Technically, this is this media. movie good. All other media bad, yeah. bad, 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 bad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Corrupt. a good tactic to get you to like it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Turn you against the crowd. That's so, same. As a spoof. Ten out of ten. <laughs> no. Yeah. Thank you, Scott. Do you have a song for us? I just think so. <laughs> I guess I think the problem is that this is the most like bland movie we've watched like we've watched like really bad spoof movies and we've watched like really good spoof movies and everything in between right but this movie has just like it was just such a like standard normal 90s movie with like some funny aspects and some like clear attempts to being funny that didn't work that it Mm -hmm. just kind of was like so boring to watch like other movies at least we could like hate watch them like yeah super fast i could at least be like this is terrible this This was just bland lives up 
To, it's very name. It is the blankest movie we've watched. Yeah. yeah. It should be oh called my Blank God. Movie. The fact that the whole movie title is a punchline. It's who wants to recreate that scene with me really quick. Okay. I don't remember it. So Okay. okay. And for that uh, I'm out. I'll be blank man. Tell me tell me what your name is, sir. Uh I'm drawing a blank, man. Well, you heard it here, folks. Blank man is out here fighting crime. Basically. That's why I forgot it. <laughs> yeah, that was literally it was what so I was I'm drawing very a bad, blank. and it was like, dang, you really put it all on. You all, you put a lot of your chips on that one bit. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, they yeah they did. There was a lot of like everyone was really stupid in the movie too. Like there was a lot of like all these side characters. Well, it like, is a spoof movie. Yeah, man. but what makes but, a spoof? Everybody acting all dumb. The am tone I right? wasn't there for that though. Like in a normal spoof movie, absolutely. This is just a normal, normal movie. movie People look at the camera across their eyes. I love it. Bling. This movie, they there do it, and no I'm banana. like, I don't buy it. How many <laughs> banana peels were there? You're slipped not convincing on, me. You know, no. there wasn't any lapels spraying water. There wasn't any fake dog poops. <laughs> no, that's true. Those Zero are classic poops. So there, there is a thing where Blank Man, he's like a very good inventor, and he he actually invents like a bulletproof vest, essentially, which I, I was really glad about this. The movie addressed it immediately, and they had the first bad guy he fights, shoots him in the chest a bunch of times, it does nothing, and he's like, well, I'm just going to shoot you in the head. And then he's like, oh, wait. And he says it, too. <laughs> yeah, he's no, like, he says, that didn't work. Yeah. Well, I guess my only course of action from this point forward is to shoot you in the head. Yeah. That was where I was like, okay, this movie gets it. That was really funny. That's Yo, a funny that's take. That's a joke in Dumb and Dumber, though, too. Is it? But Dumb and Dumber came out after Blank Man. So Did it? Yeah. Isn't Dumb and Dumber 94 also? Yeah, it came out in December. I looked it up oh. while you guys were arguing about something trivial. <laughs> Isn't that the podcast? That is the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Zero out of ten. <laughs> What Zero out of ten for about? everything. Uh, no, I just wanted to, you know, that's our bit. We always just pretend yeah. we're done talking about the movie and then throw out a rating. Yeah. I really we're don't not have... done. There's plenty more. There's I plenty mean... more to discuss, fellows. Yeah. So don't touch that dial. <laughs> I, uh, there was, uh, so there, at one point there's like an Arsenio Hall, Greg Kinnear cameo thing where they're cutting between multiple newsreel things where it's like, oh, the real world is talking about Blank Man. He's, he's coming into our real world kind of thing. And there's like... Um, superheroes that are people that are trying to be superheroes on their own as well. And there was uh, a man named Gay Man on the panel at huh. one of these shows. Man mm. named Gay Man. That shows you uh, the the level of uh, I mean that, the level of sophistication. Yes, that this movie had. The yeah. ironic thing is that I feel like Damon Wayans has never gotten better about not making fun of like gay people throughout his career. Yeah. Kind of always been on that, the bad side of that. On that tip. Yeah. Well, I guess he's not hosting the Oscars. <laughs> not anytime True. soon. That jo- man, if I made that joke a year ago, that would have been, that would have <laughs> But really now it's killed. like, no one ever hosts the Oscars, Scott. <laughs> yeah, but we don't even, there was a host of not the even, Oscars? Not even topical anymore. Oh, I remember when <laughs> Billy Crystal was the host. Oh, old man Simpson, are you here again? I'm taking my hat and coat and turning around. <laughs> oh, I think I've seen that on the internet before. <laughs> I'm doing it a bunch of times in a row. Well, you know, feel free to come and go as you please. <laughs> uh, I guess as a spoof, four out of ten. And my first thing I wrote was, is this even a spoof? It feels like barely a spoof. I was so confused. Interesting. Yeah. That really opens up the floor to other movies. If this isn't a spoof, what other lightly spoof-related things can we watch? But is it a spoof? Find out right now. So there, 
there is the Batman parody stuff at the end where they're doing like blammo. I was like, why wasn't this more in the like? Why wasn't more of this kind of thing in the movie? They just wait till the climax. The movie would have been better if he became his sidekick like halfway through, like immediately. Why isn't that? Why isn't David Allen Greer the main character? And why isn't the arc that he struggles with wanting to do this with his brother? The brother is not an interesting main character at all. Yeah, as a supporting yeah. character, sure. Yeah, it doesn't make sense that David Allen Greer is not, not enough, the main character. There's not enough substance to him. It's almost like he's a some sort of. Uh, man? Blank man. man. Who is blank? Yes. Uh, yeah, Greer, like, his arc in the movie is, like, he doesn't uh, he doesn't have the, like, moral righteousness that his brother has, right? So, like, shouldn't the thing, the thing be more focused on him he, like, trying acts harder? He, like, jealousy. Probably. Yeah. He's like, oh, he got the girl by being heroic and, like, morally superior to me, so I'll do that too now. But also, it was like, I gotta save my brother. Yeah. That's a good point. I yeah. did think like that aspect of it was like sweet. Like I thought the the relationship between the two of them like felt real. I don't know. I felt it like did. I like the intro here. scene more than most intro scenes of spook movies. As a nerd, it felt like my relationship with my brothers. Yeah, you were wow. you were tying the tinfoil to the yeah, toilet. Yeah, always like check in with me on your radio watch. watch. And my brothers, I did like the him talking to his dick. Oh, God. <laughs> that speaks volumes. Because I want, I want wacky jokes in these movies. That's I just wanted more of that. I stuff. want wacky jokes, but also throw in some genitals. Yeah, <laughs> genitals. I'm talking to them. Yeah, and just like private parts. It's yeah. so funny. Howard Stern. You know how you elevate like food sometimes with salt and pepper. I like to elevate my jokes with dicks and boobs. Yeah. Which one's which? What salt, Ooh, salt or is, pepper? This is interesting. Yeah. Find out next. Time. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what, I, all right. What I'll a professional. What a tease. Uh, as a movie, five out of ten. Some of this was enjoyable. I did really like David Ungar's character, but yeah, most of this was. I mean, Wayne's Wayne's performance in this movie just really drags it down. It was really hard to watch. Yeah. Time. You mean um, me next? Sure. Well, I want to keep talking about the movie. I don't want to give it ratings yet. Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> yeah. So let's really dig into let's that dig that in. road on the rails. <laughs> you mean I had more? I had more notes. No. I just figured we were done. Yeah, <laughs> we're done. It was like a two out of ten as a spoof because like it didn't have a lot of source material. Yeah. And I would give it like a four out of ten as a movie. But if Damon Wayans was listening to this directly after the movie came and out, I I'd be like, that he is. I'd be like, you know what? You got potential. You got some potential. And surprising how he squandered that potential. Yeah. But that comes from me, who's fucking Critic McGee, Lazy yeah. Bones, hasn't made anything. Yeah, what have you since, ever done, Ken? Yeah, has made two videos since He went out there, school. he put in the sweat, he put in the time, Kelly, he put in the money. He did. And what are you doing to criticize Damon Wayans for making Blank Man? <laughs> I'm hosting a podcast. You know, I think Kelly, you know, you did 100 episodes of a Seinfeld review podcast. You've got plenty to hang your hat on, buddy. Marty, You've that was an excuse. to rest on. That was an excuse to hang out with you, Aww. and this is an excuse to hang out with you and sometimes Scott. Nice. <laughs> sometimes Don't tell Scott about the .5 episodes. Yeah, it's true. Our Patreon do, episodes. Oh, you guys are leaving me out on the... <laughs> the funny thing is the Patreon's been pulling in like thousands of dollars a week. Yeah. <laughs> but... Think you and about the Chapo guys? <laughs> yeah, me and the Chapo guys. Scott. Like, oh well, I'm calling out, I'm writing a little email to my friends at the New York Times. Oh, no. Good luck, Scott. You got to think about this from a logistical standpoint. $1,000 each, that's $500 for Marty, $500 for me. We can't divide that three ways. <laughs> Kelly, you raise a good point. <laughs> Wouldn't be even. One of us oh, would get boy. one more penny and there'd be a big fight. As a spoof, <laughs> I'm dying to hear your rating. 
three out of ten. <laughs> Whoa! That's all staying. <laughs> I did a dramatic pause, and then when I was like, that's been long enough, I actually had to think of what I wanted to give it. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. The, uh, and as a movie, like, fucking two out of ten. It was boring as hell. Like, it was, yeah, yeah like you said, not enough jokes, and then the pacing wasn't fast enough to, like... It was so slow. Th- I was just waiting, waiting, waiting the whole time. And, like, I... We've watched a lot of older movies, and you guys always say they're so slow, and I'm like, I, I didn't feel that way. But this movie was just like, boy, did it need to move on to the next thing Fill so much quicker. these gaps. Yeah. All righty. Oh. Oh. And I, oh. And Who's I, got it? Uh, uh, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Lydia. And, uh, oh, but, but, uh, um, but, what? Do you have a song to play for... Me and Kelly. I do, guys. This week's song is called Lost in You by Chris Gaines. I'm going to play you. <gasps> Who's that? I'm going to play you the song before we talk about it. All right. it I, can't, I love song? learning about new artists. Country, country, country. Oh, you've country. heard of this guy? It's not country song. Oh, I'm thinking of Chris Grains. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to. I love songs about construction. <laughs> I was thinking about Chris Cranes. At first. Keep this in there. Sponsorship. Water. Ditch the pitcher. No one filters Britta. more Culligan water. Culligan. Talk over it and we can use it. I love my Culligan. Heaven knows I'm head over heels at a show I played every field I suppose But there's something Wow, that was beautiful. Uh, it was a nice little song. Is so, that even a novelty song? What's yeah. the history? Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, first also, of all, yeah, I was expecting like a horn to honk or something in also, there. Also, like, you to said, be like, Frankenstein was there. You said that was in country, but I thought I heard some twang. Why is this a novelty song, you ask? I do mm. ask. Well, well first that, of, can I stop you for yep, a second? Uh-huh, go ahead. I love learning about new artists that I've never heard of um, and just, you know, new, yeah. unique artists that mm-hmm. have no foundation in music yes. prior. Yes, this is a, a relative unknown person, actually. We have to take a little trip down Chris Gaines' Wikipedia. For you see, Chris Gaines is not a real person. In fact, he is a persona for another famous musician. What? Would you care to guess whom? Scott doesn't get to guess. <laughs> Why not? I'm just as shocked as anyone else. <laughs> I have else. no clue. You don't know who Scott this is Scott talked all. about Garth Brooks having a persona. Ah, you see, Chris Gaines is Garth Brooks... <laughs> Alternate persona. <laughs> Much like Blank Man, he is disguising himself as a superhero oh, named Chris Gaines. <laughs> I see the thematic. I did this. Tie. You know what? I'm glad you took the song this week because I was going to bring in a song by the Foxborough Hot Tubs, which everybody knows is Green Day's uh, undercover band. I truly actually did, did not know that. that. So we had a similar <laughs> mindset. Okay. No, I wasn't going to do that. That's a stupid idea. It is. It's insane. not a novelty song. It's a novelty act. So it I'm, is, I'm torn. Oh, Kelly's mad. Are you mad about I'm this? I'm torn. Kelly, torn. Is okay. a, Kelly agrees with me about the movies that we should be a little more lax in our policy. But with the songs, he is a purist. You hammer. are a purist. No, I'm just saying I got to bring it up because if I don't, the Twitter, it's the, true. the spoof nation. It's true. Marty's self-esteem has taken a real dive as yeah. of late since spoof nation keeps correcting him on That's true. They do keep Scott's too, me. ever since he brought cars onto the uh, <laughs> yeah. show. Oh, my God. And everybody, and again. Team Kelly, hashtag Team Kelly came the at me. Purist. The K-Hive came at me. <laughs> the K-Boys. Yeah. 
Chris Gaines was an Australian rock star character created by Garth Brooks, originally created to be the music... Oh, wait, back up. Say that... Uh, what? <laughs> Archie had... Uh, Archie agreed. He, Archie he, he was he like, more I need to hear that clarification. Chris Gaines was an Australian rock star character created by Garth Brooks... <laughs> By a Garth Brooks. Australian, I guess, yes, is what I wanted yes, clarification yes. on. Well, you gotta let me finish. Okay. Originally created to be the music album for a movie titled The Lamb, which was never finished. The film was to star Brooks, and a year later they put out the album Greatest Hits by Chris Gaines. Mm-hmm. I think the character in the movie was supposed to be Australian also. Uh, I think that this song counts as a novelty song because it's such a stark genre twist for him and it still was good it's considered a good song like it is i'm gonna like, be singing a song for you <laughs> that's what he did. let me get out my guitar and i'll play it for you one two three four <laughs> <laughs> the album response was tepid originally critically and i mean people were just like very confused by the whole thing uh he also famously hosted snl as garth brooks but then performed musically as chris Gaines. jesus and that's why he's banned from snl that's which is cringy <laughs> which which is worse uh the that ver- or the ashley simpson uh hoedown guffaw the hoedown guffaw i actually respected i still respect by the that. way our next album is <laughs> the hoedown, the hoedown guffaw, guffaw. <laughs> I, I respect that because I I think like if you flub like you respect that, respect her lip syncing. Oh no, not that the way she she you oh know, the, that she did a hoedown after she got caught lip syncing. Yeah. Okay, the hoedown I respect. The lip syncing, no respect for that. Well, all right. Well, gentlemen, would you care to guess where this album peaked at, and then also where the song peaked at on the Billboard Top 100 charts? Oof. I will also note this is the only song. Of Garth Brooks that ever appeared on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, which to Damn. me was shocking. I that couldn't is believe shocking. that. That's insane. Yeah, because like he's like one of the biggest music acts ever. Yeah, I get, but I feel like country like has a harder time. Yeah, they don't count the, it yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. Country just does better, I think, at getting live attendance anyway, compared to like radio. Play. Yeah, I, they, they still count it, but I just think compared to yeah. it has to go up against every other genre. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, and especially pop, which is like the whole point of it is to get on to there. Right. Yeah. Where did the album peak, John? I feel like the safe bet is if I have to go first. Yeah, I'm not going first. I'll just, I'll say one. Kelly? I would guess like 25. Scott wins. It was number two. That's bullshit. And I hate. Here's why. Here's why. Here's my thinking is half of it, or not even half, maybe like 20% of it would be the the Brooks stands coming through for their boy. And then the other 80% would just be like, curiosity this was released in 1999 so that was like right at the peak of like garth brooks fame and yeah he, and uh, pre-9-11 like the... i changed my guess number two. Oh, kelly wins then sorry <laughs> hey what the hell <laughs> i i wrote this was be like if kanye west did a album of baroque classical music and created a french persona as monsieur music or something uh, <laughs> that was yeah, my comparison sure. that sounds cool to me though <laughs> yeah that sounds no. way cooler <laughs> i know i agree i, I like think that. it would be more like you would have if. to be bilingual. Well, you could just do a French accent the whole time. That would not work, Marty. Maybe in your spoof movie it would, but it would not work in his. It would. It wouldn't work in the real world. Gentlemen, where did the song peak at? Lost in you, the song you heard at the beginning. Where do you think that peaked at? <laughs> Good announcer voice, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, number twelve. Number twelve for Scott Kelly. Oh, number Who's thirteen. Scott Kelly? An astronaut. 
He said 12, you said 13? Yeah. Number five, Scott takes both this week. Yeah, that's fine. You know why? Because I got music in my heart. <laughs> in your bones, in baby. In bones. So that is our novelty song for the week, Lost in You by Chris Gaines. He was Australian. He was an Australian You left out character. one key fact I'd like to bring up. Which is? Uh, I'll eyeliner. put it to you like this. Well, you're close, Kelly. <laughs> it was the eyeliner. Was part Did he of have it. any distinguishable facial hair? <laughs> I think he wore the goatee, right? You think? No, he had a crazy, like, perfect isosceles triangle soul patch. (laughs) Scott is right about that, yes. I am not fixated on people's appearances as much as you are, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, God. I'm so uh, vain. Uh, I'll, I'll go. I, can, I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, which one is more thematic for e- either of you? I feel like we got to make up time on this one, so yes. I should I'll, I should go. Scott, do you have a novelty product for us this week? What if I said no? <laughs> I you brought. Could say no. I have plenty. I brought. I have three this week. A book oh of God, not riddles, but lateral thinking puzzlers. Ah. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'll let's not. Dilly dally. Let's tarry no further. Yeah. And <laughs> we, both, wow, we both went for different ones. <laughs> and I'll just ask you guys some uh, riddles. So okay, let me close my eyes. Yeah, you. Can, right. This is the, the, these are um, they really painted pictures. So you gotta uh, use your mind's eye and imagine um, the scenario I will describe now. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm listening. In the middle of the day, a young woman approached a man in the street. Without either of them saying a word, she gave him a long kiss on the lips. She had never seen him before and did not know who he was. She did not find him attractive, and she was not rewarded for her actions. So, why did she kiss him? Tough one. Was he Joe Biden? (laughs) (laughs) Political! The woman was Joe Biden. (laughs) It was a kiss on the oh, lips. Was he to a man she had never seen before? Joe Biden. There's a video of him kissing his granddaughter directly on the lips. Yeah, Tom Brady also did. Yeah, the, Tom Brady's kids on. The but lips. in Tom Brady's defense, his son kissed him on the lips. It was <laughs> God in his defense. <laughs> defense. The his son. son the son was putting. The, okay, I can't even say that. No, <laughs> no, nope. You guys gotta stop. Uh, was the man? The twin of her husband. No. Ooh. But that's a good guess. Yeah. That's a great guess. Yeah. Was it a dog? And the twin <laughs> is a... <laughs> no, the man was not a dog. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> the twin was a dog for letting her kiss him. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay, how many more? Oh, say, so now we've both had a guess. Let's, let's confer. Facts. The, what, what facts do we know? We know there's a woman who kisses a man. She's never met him before. She did not get paid for it. She did not get paid for it. She kissed him on the lips. It specifies that she kissed him directly on the lips. Okay, I feel like I've read these riddles before, and they're all very bad. I've definitely read this one before. I haven't I read this one before. The whole point of these is the answer is... Make sense, shit. but are infuriating <laughs> because you couldn't know it from the context, or because they give you like just enough, just enough context she to be like, well, was okay. hysterical. She was manic. She didn't know. She That's was... exactly what it says. No, nope. he he was uh, choking. She's giving the Heimlich. You're very close. Oh You're no! Very close. No. Now out. 
kissing <laughs> and then the Heimlich. Yeah, that's what's different about those? You mean a mouth to mouth? I mean, yeah. Sorry, it. sorry. That's what, I meant. that's what I meant to say. I couldn't think of it. <laughs> that's right. She's giving him the kiss of life. Wow, that doesn't is that suck? So cheap of that book to do that. <laughs> we're all gonna we're all gonna do office space on this book after the show. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait until we watch it. Sandlot. Yeah. Oh man, one more. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, one a, more. Throw throw one. Archie. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Archie and Ben were professional golfers and keen rivals. One day during a game, they each had a score of thirty. When Ben hit a bad shot, so he hits a bad shot. They each have a score of 30, and then he hits a bad shot. Archie immediately added 10 points to his own score. Archie then hit a good shot, at which point he won the game. What was going on? Uh, read the first sentence again. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. kind of fucked that up. Yeah, okay. I, need, I need to hear it again. I'm yeah. switching which side of the microphone I'm putting yeah. the uh, book on. They were playing tennis. Holy shit, he got That's it. That's what it was. He got it. Yeah. Damn. He I, got it. He didn't even need to hear that first 30, sentence. 30, 30 plus 10. Uh, okay, why don't yeah. do one more that I have not pre-screened this one, but let's, let's, let's do it. Let's it's just see. If it's a short one, yeah, let's do it. It's like one sentence. Okay. A man, a man pushing a car stopped outside a hotel. As soon as he got there, he knew he was bankrupt. Why? One more time. A man pushing a car stopped outside a hotel. As soon as he got there, he knew he was bankrupt. Why? Um... The hotel was burned down. Let's find and out. He was the owner of the hotel. That's what I'm thinking. Let's find out. Knowing this book, though, it's like there was. Well, before before I answer, let me ask you this: uh-huh. Why is he pushing that car? Yeah, I wonder They're if trying that, to throw I, us off again, just like the golf question. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't close. <laughs> They're trying to fuck with us. All right, you want the answer? Yeah, yeah I'm bored. Uh, this is gonna. This one's <laughs> the dirtiest one of them all. Oh god. Let me. You know what? Just. Just. Yeah. No, okay. Fuck it. Yeah. He was playing Monopoly. Ah, uh, pushing, pushing the car. That's not outside bad. A hotel. That one's fine. That See, one's not that yeah, bad. Yeah, that one I'm okay with. The first with. one. The first one's worse. No, they're all bad. <laughs> no, they're all. Do you want one more? Okay. One, yeah, more? one more. One, one more. One more. Okay. Well, well, Marty, you can quick. start fading out before he asks if you want. All right. Yeah, start playing the theme song now. Okay. You're a hunter out in the great white north. Um. This is, this is, this is, I might have told you this. Hold on, this is this one's OC. He's not reading from no book. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm ready. White North. Okay, you're at your camp and you're hunting. And um, when you're at your camp, you notice moose tracks, and you file follow them a mile south. After a mile south, the moose tracks turn, and you follow them a mile west. After that mile west, you lose track of the uh, moose tracks, and you you give up, and then you go a mile north. And you find yourself back at your camp. How could this be? I am on the North Pole. That is correct. Wait. Because at the North Pole, Kelly, you have a chance to steal. Kelly, you have a chance to steal. I know this one. Mm -hmm. The moose tracks were the ice cream flavor. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the moose tracks... And you followed them a mile... The moose tracks were with you the whole time. When you only saw the moose tracks, the moose was carrying you. Ah. And you know what? We really appreciated it. Thank you for listening. We really, <laughs> we really, you have to say it again. 